0: Hi everyone, welcome back to But Why Though? A Geek Community. Today we're talking, reviewing, uh, recovering, all things Star Wars Celebration 2022. I'm Adrian Reese, contributor at But Why Though? A Geek Community. And I'll be taking us kind of through our discussion today. Today I'm joined by my lovely wife, Stefani Ruiz, and one of our really, really incredibly good friends, um, Albert Garcia, who is one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. And someone I talk to frequently about all things Star Wars, and he was with us at the convention. So thank you guys for for joining me today, and I'm really really excited to kind of talk everything celebration. Yeah,
1: yeah. Thank thank, thank, you. thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me to celebration. That was awesome.
0: Yeah. could wouldn't have gone with anybody else, buddy. So if you missed out on any of the big announcements at Celebration that happened, feel free to head over to our But Why Though uh, Twitter account at But Why Though PC on our Twitter, and Instagram, as well as our website, because we have um, all the latest things posted, some nice little recaps and things like that over there, as well as kind of some exclusive stuff that happened on video there. So like the Mandalorian installations of the droid uh, builders. If you missed any of the cosplays, we have some videos of that as well on our Instagram. So head over there to check it out. And you'll be able to kind of see some of the things that we're talking about today. So I'm really excited to kind of jump into this. And, you know, to in the luscious words of Hayden Christensen, this is where the fun begins. So, Star Wars Celebration was <laughs> a first for all three of us. Um, we've all been to other conventions before, but this is, as you know, I think I speak for us all when I say it's truly something different and that, that we've experienced. So, what were some of your expectations going into Celebration? And we'll start with uh, Albert
1: um my expectations going to celebration you know i had heard a lot about celebration um throughout the years when force awakens was announced and it was being promoted like i knew those big convention and specifically with disney they'd use it a lot to promote their big projects their, their big star wars movie coming out and they always bring out their big guns you know they're promoting um force they the promoting last jedi mark hamill's out there talking to everybody they're promoting um uh, the last one, The Rise of Skywalker, uh, Ian McDiarmid's there, like at the big celebration panel. So I knew that this is the biggest Star Wars, you know, convention of the in the in the world. I knew that all the actors would be there. Uh, Ian McGregor, Hayden Christensen. So I expected to meet a lot of cool Star Wars fans and a lot of amazing actors. And I want to say definitely delivered on that.
2: Yeah, what about you, Stefani? Um, I expected to see Adam Driver. Um, that did not happen I also expected to be really tired at by the end of this convention and I wasn't and I feel great like I could go jogging like after the whole convention after like landing and stuff so it's actually surprised
0: yeah and then for me I, I think my expectation was that I uh, is a huge convention with all of these, you know, actors and things like that, like Albert was mentioning, but with that also comes all of these like amazing people who cover Star Wars, um, you know, like the, sen- uh, the, the the various podcasts and, you know, Star Wars Explained um, and things like that were all there. So I expected like me, you know, being kind of like the, the Star Wars comics book writer guy for, but why though, that... I have to like see all these big name stars from far away and not really be able to get that close, but we were pretty close to a lot of really, really cool things. You know, um, my background is one of like my favorite moments from like the event meeting Carl Weathers, uh, admittedly more excited meeting. him was Apollo Creed and, um, you know, and, and Colonel Dylan in, in Predator. Um, but still, yeah, yeah. We're, you know, we we got to get. Really, really close. And it wasn't that hard. Like, we didn't have to camp out. We had to do anything crazy. And we were still in the room for a lot of really big things. So, expectations were a little bit, you know, lowered and everything just kind of blew over, you know, everything that happened. And, you know, with that, we saw a lot of really cool announcements from like new TV shows, new books, new comics, uh, new animation with Star Wars Visions Volume 2 coming out. You know, what new project has you the most excited? And we'll start with uh, Albert once again.
1: Well, thank you. I want to add that Carl Weather's roasted me and that was uh with, like, <laughs> picture of them. He called me a nerd, and I've never been happier to be called a nerd by <laughs> anybody, like, before. Um, biggest project that I'm excited for is for sure Ahsoka. Um, to kind of set it up, we went to the Mandalorian panel. So I went to the Mandalorian panel expecting Mandalorian stuff, and they did an amazing Mandalorian panel into the last. Five, 10 minutes, they were like, well, we got a little one more thing for you guys. or so Dawson comes out. They start talking Ahsoka. And then Ahsoka, an Ahsoka teaser trailer came out. It it's about one minute long. But what well, we saw, the images of Ahsoka what the show's going to end up being about it got so be, many
0: so many yeah. backup heads in that teaser yeah that, you know i never thought i'd be so excited to see someone's back I mean, we, were, of someone's we, were both, we
1: were we were audibly gasping you know like the yeah. back of uh, when we saw like hera i was like oh my god like that means like this is post rebels we get to see hera like all all of these chopper was there yeah like, in, in, in live yeah, action sabine
0: ezra you know it's yeah. great you know, and, and I don't, depending on when this comes out, I mean, some people probably still haven't seen it legitimately, you know, oh, outside yeah. of someone who was recording it when they shouldn't have been. Um, but, you know, if you don't watch it on like that terrible quality recording, experience <laughs> that like in the full HD quality that yeah. it deserves because it is, it is pretty sick. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat a little bit. I think Soka, of course, God, it was so good. I'm a big Rebels fan, so seeing those things was great. I think outside of that, um, Probably a little bit more obscure, but there's going to be a Yoda comic coming out for Marvel. That's going to be oh, like in yeah. like three different phases of his life with you know multiple artists and basically a big collaborative thing going on uh, for Marvel comet So that'll be coming out, and we don't really ever get too much like what is going on in Yoda's head, like what is Yoda thinking, what is Yoda doing. So I think it'll be a really really cool comic to see. So that's that's something really really excited about. Maybe a little bit more underrated, kind of under the radar, but that Yoda comic should should be pretty sick. And and in that you know we saw we we saw that announcement at a like Marvel Comics panel at one of the smaller stages. We saw Soka on like one of like the the biggest stage and and so on and so forth. So they had over twelve stages and rooms that you could experience panels in. So we get to, we didn't get to see everything, but we saw lots of really really cool stuff. So what was your favorite panel that that you got to attend over the weekend? And we'll switch it up and we'll go with Stefani
2: um so I had two the Latinx panel was really good um it was really interesting to get a Latinx representation panel in such a big convention like Star Wars so I didn't expect to see that and I'm really glad that we got to go um and the second one was the Visions panel because I did get to cosplay as two characters from Visions and I did dress up as Ocho for that panel and i got recognized by the executive producers and the voice actress for ocho so that was like a highlight for me that was like super exciting
0: yeah and then she she um yeah you have to take a picture with her and everything right and then yeah and i think you were the only ocho that we saw the entire weekend right so i don't think yeah so i don't i don't know if she's even seen another ocho yeah. uh cosplayer so that was really really yeah it was just exciting. really exciting
2: when she like talked about like her favorite moment it was like when she like bites her thumb and like puts blood on her uh on her eyes and chops off her hair and I was like that is literally the moment that I'm mm-hmm. cosplayed as and you're like here so it was super exciting yeah,
0: yeah. what about you Albert um uh, it's the most exciting moment uh yeah if I well, what, are, for mm-hmm. all, what was your favorite oh, panel that, that, favorite that panel, you to get? yes yeah
1: um, I would say, again, going back to the Mandalorian panel, um, it was, just, again, like, I walked in expecting a Mandalorian, like, season three look. I got that. But just the way that they set it up, like, all the actors came out. You got to see all the yeah. funny Banters. Petra Pascal came out. Um, the stuntmen that helped him with the Mandalorian. Yeah, Kim came, Kitty yeah. all of them. Then they surprise Rosario Dawson comes out at the end. She gives a kiss in the cheek. To every single <laughs> actor, but then she gets to Pedro Pascal and they kissed on the lips, and then she kept going and kissed <laughs> everyone else in the cheek. And then we just like, wait a minute. I know Pedro's handsome as, as you know, I know Pedro's super handsome, but what's going on here? Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> <Dude."> <laughs> Um, so I would say, you know, like, um, it was, uh, I remember it was stressful getting into the, the, uh, that panel. But just being in that room, it was so electrifying. I walked out like just gleeful, just extremely happy, extremely excited. Like this is exactly why I'm here. And um, I also got to see Tamora Morrison at the Star Wars stage, like the StarWars.com live stage. Yeah, And uh, he, he came out doing a haka there. And after his very good interview, he was very enthusiastic. He ended it with like a show. Like he sang for everybody and we all followed along. And then everybody like took out their lightsabers and we were like waving kind of like a, like you would like a, like a lighter, but it was lightsabers and like that, that man can get a crowd riled up. Like,
0: yeah. So sure. What
1: did he
2: sing by the way?
1: Oh uh, God, I have it on video. Let me, uh, <laughs>
2: then, okay. I don't I remember
1: the song name. I'll pull it up and then we can get, we can touch back on it. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, and, and it's, it's crazy because like you had that moment and you know, we didn't, but it doesn't mean that we didn't have a great, you know, Moments going on I think that's the same time that we're in the visions panel, right? Like you're you're meeting,
2: yeah. yeah, You know, you're
0: meeting the voice actors while he's over there doing that, and I think that's just like the power of Star Wars celebration is that you can have amazing experiences no matter what you choose. So if you're worried, yeah. you know, if you're going to be there in London, you know, or if you know you're, you were know, you're kicking yourself for not making that that one panel or that one stage appearance. You know it's okay because whatever you experienced probably was just as cool as as everything else because we didn't even exactly. get into the to the main stage stuff like we we missed the Bad Batch thing then we missed the uh, the light and uh, the light and magic you know main panels just because of the timing it just didn't work out and I don't think we missed out on anything because what we were already doing at that time was as memorable anyway
1: and that was like a random thing too like I was y'all were at the visions panel for an hour I was checking out Ashley Eckstein. Eckstein doing her thing oh, yeah. and um she ended up she ended at her what she ended and I saw had 30 minutes before I met up with you guys and I just happened to be there and then it's like Tamora Morrison and I just ran there I had to see him and that's kind of what I loved about it. it it was something that I didn't plan I just kind of stumbled yeah. upon upon that moment
0: yeah I think I mean, it's tough because there's just so many cool things that happened but I think if I th- think of one that I wasn't expecting like if we got into the panels where we're, you know, Rosario Dawson comes out or Pedro Pascal comes out, you know, we're gonna be excited. So I expect to be excited. <laughs> I expect to be excited in a thing that I waited an hour in line for. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? So I think one of the coolest things that we got to experience was kind of like what you had, Albert, but we had uh walking around. Not knowing what's really going on, looking at the things. And we hear, you know, Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen to the stage at that same, you know, YouTube live stage that they had going on. And then just the absolute rush of people, (laughs) uh, because apparently there there was no programming that was listed anywhere. So you couldn't find out who was going to be on the stage. So, you know, Ron Howard could show up, The Inquisitors could show up, Ian McDermott could show up. And then we had just lucked out that Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen were there. Um on Thursday, on the first day, and we got to be there, you know, a few feet from from what was going on because uh of the ADA stage that we were on. so yeah that weekend yeah, I think
2: that moment like set the mood for that stage in particular, like where they're like, we really do not have a script, we don't have a schedule. We cannot tell you like what's gonna happen, but that moment really set the mood for that stage for the rest of the weekend. You wanted yeah, to be there,
0: definitely. and if you're worried, like if you're like you know because obviously they have like a teleprompter that they're reading off of for some of like the things that are that are going on but if you're worried if you're thinking like, oh they just all of those that crowd was there for was just there for like the TV and stuff no like they're throwing out Lego Star Wars <laughs> for Xbox they're throwing out stress crazy. balls' they're, they're doing all these 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 random things and they didn't those cheers weren't prompted <sighs> uh, if you were there if you watched the stream or if you were the, or if you were if you watched the stream or if you heard about the situation where um, they ended that segment that we saw with Hayden Christensen saying this is where the fun begins and the roof gets blown <laughs> off the the, you know, the convention center. That happened. Like he he could barely get a word in because every other five <laughs> seconds it was Hayden chants happening. Like it's an yeah. insane experience, especially if you've been, you know, a part or like have seen any of the discourse of, you know, the prequels and Hayden's character and things like that. To see that was insane because he, cr- he got bigger pops than the guy who has the tv show that everybody <laughs> loves like that's crazy
2: Dude, it's crazy because like like i taking pictures of like cutouts of him like when i was little like scrawny awkward me taking pictures of him and i'm like holy f- like holy crap he's right here
0: yeah and
2: i that i'm experiencing this moment Ugh.
0: yeah and it just it just opens it up for everybody to to see them right because yeah. if you didn't get in on the main stage uh, for that first time, you might have thought, hey, there's no way I'm seeing seeing them the rest yeah. of the weekend. And here they are in the middle of the convention floor <laughs> shooting shooting the stuff, you know, <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, speaking speaking of the kind of floor, kind of move a little bit away from the, the, the panels yeah. and the kind of those experiences. But um, what'd you buy? I know that we got a bunch of cool free stuff, like Dude, way more free so stuff. Cool stuff. People told us, hey, you're going to get free stuff with this thing. I have so many new posters I got to buy frames for. So many cool stickers. At one of the panels we were at, we got exclusive Pringle Obi Wan Kenobi. Can't have it anywhere. If you go look it up on eBay, it's like five hundred dollars on eBay. Type things, uh, frosted flake box of light and dark side uh, frosted flakes. So we got a lot of really cool stuff. But what did you buy that you're like, yes, I'm glad I bought this. No buyer's remorse. And we'll start with Stefanics. I feel like Albert's gonna need to set up his mood
2: for, for his display. <laughs> um. So. I guess touching based on like what Adrian wanted to buy. Adrian wanted to buy something that was a little bit on a pricey. And I know he's like a spender in our relationship. And he was like, can you please buy something that's just as much to justify this purchase? And I was like, yes, of course. Like I want you to experience Star Wars. I don't want you to hold back. And I was lucky enough to like, they had a booth and they're called Girls Crew. Um. Anyways, so this is like them. Uh, and they had a bunch of like girly um, jewelry that was Star Wars themed. And after I saw these, I was like, I, I have to buy them. And um, I and I usually question a lot of my purchases, but I was like, oh no, I'm buying this because, I mean, hopefully it's. it's look at that, like. I love the
1: is that shock tea or not? Ahsoka, yeah, it's Ahsoka. Like, I I love that, yeah, dude. It's
2: super cute and dainty. And those weren't the only things that I bought. I bought a couple of earrings and a couple of rings, and it's just like it's a good, like, flair of like not me being like, oh, this is Star Wars, you know, and it's just like cute and dainty of like, oh, if you're looking at it, oh, you can tell it's Star Wars. So, I really, really like that purchase,
0: yeah. And then while Albert's still setting up his. No, I'm good to go. Oh, you're good to go?
1: Okay, yeah, sure. You know, so, I'm good warm. to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah, yeah. I just uh... So, you know, I get there and I'm like, I just have to, have to buy one. And there you go. I got myself a lightsaber. <laughs> I want to say moments before I met Ian McDermott, I just had to meet Sith himself with my, with a Sith lightsaber. And now I have two lightsabers here at home and I can like <laughs> That's what um But yeah, no, this is probably by far my biggest like my purchase that I'm most excited about. I'm gonna be swinging to staying at home all the time now. I mean, obviously about shirts, obviously about all these other things, but one lightsaber, it's lightsaber yeah.
2: celebration. Lightsaber.
0: Yeah, then I ended up I ended up did buying my big purchase. You know, usually when we go to the conventions, we like we save all our money for the the prints and like the you know action figures or whatever the case is. But because we got so much stuff. Just from being at the con, we I wanted to do something bigger, so I got a Citizen watch. They have Citizen, the, the watch company has like a cool Star Wars crossover, like with digital watches with uh, analog watch. It's just crazy how much stuff they had. But they had this uh, gray faced uh, watch that had like the Imperial symbol and like the Rebel symbol on it. They had another one that had like the the Death Star scene of. Uh, and a uh, Luke and Vader fighting, like just anything you can think of, they had it. Uh, so yeah, I picked one of those up. I'm really excited to tour that around. And when people are like, like, oh, you have a nice watch. I'm like, oh, the Star Wars watch? <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that these things got this fancy, but they do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so definitely going to be bringing a whole other suitcase to, to London in 2023 to <laughs> oh, <hell> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really clear it out there next next time around. Um, switching gears from, from there a little bit cosplay you know know, stephanie talked a little bit about her cosplay um there and they get some really really amazing cosplays I mean, we've been to conventions a bunch um but this had some stuff like on another level like i don't think i've seen stuff like this cool uh outside of like blizzcon you know where people are there to legitimately legitimately cosplay so what are some of your favorite cosplays that you saw and we'll we'll start with our resident cosplayer first
2: oh uh so we did go to a Paterme panel, which gave me more perspective of like how long some of these cosplays take for Paterme's costumes. Um, I already have some background. I already had an idea. But after that, it made me really appreciate some of their some of the cosplays that were there. But one in particular, I, I can't remember her name, but she was in the panel and she was dressed up as Queen Amidala, but with Dia de los Muertos, like spinoff. And it was just beautiful absolutely beautiful
0: yeah she she was really really cool and then you know she you like really gay tips after too they were so like nice oh uh, yeah yeah they were all super nice what about you yeah. albert
1: i would say um uh, i mean all the padme amidala like uh queen amidala cosplayers like came like they were amazing like the royalty like you could feel that it was fancy leather um fancy material like i felt like oh my god like these not only did the women go hard on the costume, but their hair, like like the hair, yeah. like, I don't know how much time they put on like the actual hair, but you could see like the crazy intricate, uh, Padme like uh, a Queen designs like yeah things I don't know what you call it, <laughs> um, but yeah like that was out of this world. Um, the Twilight's were cool, like all the spe all the oh, yeah, pieces were cool, so
2: but
0: I
1: would say like what really impressed me were the droids. You know, you're walking around this convention. And you, little R2D2, just bump into you, you know, and then not like a, not like a, oh, well, that's cute. That sort of looks like R2D2. No, straight up. Yeah. Like, real yeah. R2D2 sounds like him, will take out his little like hands and like, and do something with that. Um, BB 8, a little BB 8 rolling around. And these are all made by fans, Choppers. like the fans. Yeah. And Chopper, there's too, like, you, these are fan made, Like like, real hardcore robotics people will make these and go around, you see them controlling them. And yeah. they're interacting there with the kids. Like I like that is like on a level that I never even like fathomed. I didn't know how seriously some people took it. And it's really, really, really inspiring and 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 amazing to, to see that.
0: Yeah, it's really great. You know, I think um I'm not obligated, but if I don't say it, I'm probably gonna be in trouble. But you know, obviously there's this one ocho cosplayer or this this uh, this this one f cosplayer did really good i thought she she was great um I thought, I thought she killed it i thought she absolutely killed it um but i think other than obviously you know my wife who i know put a lot of work into her stuff i think the um mashups were super cool like there was um, tons of mandalorian mashups There was this captain america uh and wonder woman mashup this couple dude they looked so cool he had like the shield you know, it was just crazy. And she was dressed all in gold. Those, those were awesome. There was the this, this samurai group that were walking around and they were, you know, feudal Japan style Star Wars. Those it's cool. It was insane. Um, And even that, just like the, the range of cosplayers from like little kids to old people. There was this one Asian couple who was dressed as old Han and old Leia from like the, uh from the sequel trilogy, like from the sequel trilogy, yeah. like those were the Han and Leia that they picked and they looked so perfect. Oh. So, just being able to see all the different versions of the cosplay was, was super cool. Um, and, you know, we made the tough decision not to go to the cosplay contest, mainly because we were already seeing so many great cosplays forever. Like we saw that giant General Grievous walking around, cool. you know, so there was definitely lots of good things there. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, you know, cosplay cosplay panels buying stuff those are all kind of like big things and that happen all, just all like those
1: it. are just real quick all those are on your hand are, are on your twitter right like all the cosplayers all the
0: yeah 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 you'll be able to see all of the, those those cosplayers on our twitter our twitter feed um already posted there and then on our instagram as well same thing for the droids the droid builders had a giant room in, in there and that kind of takes me to like to my next point of like, what was something that was like underrated that you that you that you saw? I think for me, that Joy builders thing was pretty underrated. I think I don't think enough people saw it. Um, so if you want to see, you can definitely see it on our Instagram. But there were lots of R2s, lots of BB eights rolling around, but the kind of range of joys that they had in there, like they had um they had giant K2 SOs that you can take pictures with. They had um an HK 47 from like old the old republic games in there just all kinds of just different droids and it was free, you just like walk around and they they take a picture with K2SO and you walk out and there's, it, it was free, you could see, you know, hundreds of droids without having to pay anything extra, Because you know, they had like the Mandalorian uh, installation there, which was obviously sick, but wasn't as accessible as being able to go walk around and see these sick droids just on display um, and moving around. Even like the C-3PO had like the uh, programming thing uh, off for the laptop right in front of it. So you can kind of see the uh, the software behind how those things worked too. So, and then they, on the other side of the room, they were doing a bunch of like kid stuff. So you could see them like they 3D printed like little lightsabers that you put glow sticks into. Um, they were showing them like how like perpetual motion works, all the droid builders. So that was hundred percent what I think the most underrated parts of the convention for me. But what about you, Stefani?
2: Um, I think that life stage in particular <clears throat> for YouTube, I think that was like the most underrated because I could see at times it would be really empty. And then I think because like people just didn't like realize because there was no like prompt or mm-hmm. schedule. But I think that stage was super underrated because dude, we saw like some of this like awesome stuff there. And I think that that stage alone was just super underrated.
0: Yeah. And it's like the host. the hosts were so good
2: oh dude. shout out Something to my man
0: chuck and rob in the twin sun oh stage. yeah
2: chuck and rob
0: those guys were legit you know they really brought that energy and it really like how they kept that over four days is dude. especially that live stage because you're right like sometimes there would be nobody there and then sometimes you yeah. have the entire room packed and he just had the energy they the did whole time.
2: A great job hiring these people. Like they yeah. know exactly what they're doing. And I'm not really much of a clapping, hyping person. But like they yeah. got me. Like, oh yeah, I'm. A, yeah, it was, yeah. It was, it was. I don't know. Cringy about or to anything.
1: See.
0: Never cringy. Yeah, Never. Was, no, Never yeah. at all. And I don't know. Yeah. That's just because like the space you're in, because it's Star Wars, and everyone's kind of there for the same reason. So like, how can anything be cringy when we're all like nerds here, right? But. <laughs> they they I
1: would say it. the the funniest thing is like we're in line to go see uh Ian McDermott and then that that guy like shows up like at the live stage and we're like, wait a minute, wait a minute like, what you, with you what are you doing over there dude? Like,
0: yeah getting- because the way, the, the way the photo op, yeah the way the photo op was set up the photo op autograph was set up right next to the live stage so as we're getting in line Ian McDermotts coming out of the live stage and we are like hey like isn't it our time like,
2: to meet him? <laughs> he's out
1: there, like he's out there saying memes. He's like it's like treason or whatever. He's saying all yeah. the things, and I'm like, "What? I'm gonna take a picture of you.
2: Like, well, get over here! Like, <laughs> like um, I, I <laughs> take my money." Yeah, like,
0: yeah. But no, that's, that was, that's
1: that's a that's a that cool stage. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. Fun it was a
2: really cool stage.
0: Yeah. Was there anything else underrated for you, Albert?
1: Uh, I mean. I guess like as far as like what what are my expectations? Um, the Latinx panel, the representation of yeah. Latin people in uh, mm-hmm. in Star Wars. I don't know what to expect much of that panel, but it was a really you know like enlightening panel. Um, I didn't realize how much Latin representation already is in Star Wars. They pointed out in that in that convention, which was hosted by. Uh, a lot of you know, youtubers that have a lot of film youtubers that are great, the big Star Wars fans. Um, Roca, Hector Navarro were there, and um, Danny Fernandez. And um, they mentioned like you know, the Vanity Fair article that just came out with Ewan and Pedro Pascal like three out of the four people that are leading the biggest Star Wars shows right now are of Hispanic descent. And that's like, whoa, that, that's crazy. Uh, Dude, Dawson, thought... Pedro and uh, Cassian
2: andor. I thought you were gonna say the kid stage. (laughs) stage. You You did get to see.
1: I was like, so I have a big crush on Ashley Eckstein, voice of Ahsoka. (laughs) She's like my favorite character. Um and uh she was doing a meditation panel, so but it was a kid's thing, so it's like, but she was like (laughs) right there the cat don't
2: she like, was like, so yeah, close just, i was like why yeah. in the world is there like no bodyguards around her what is going on here
0: yeah I, yeah that, that latinx panel was was, was crazy <laughs> like we we the cool thing about that is that like we decided like not to go try and do the big thing on stage i think there's the bad batch thing on the last day mm-hmm. yeah and we really we didn't good. go to the the bad batch because we wanted to go support uh again those amazing latinx creators that they brought you know Katrina, um, I have to go pull them up. Let me go pull them up real quick. Um, Katrina Dennis, Hector Navarro, John Roca, Danny Fernandez, Kayla um, Soto, Soto. They they killed it. Um, I like. I it was so good that I didn't even want to live tweet during it for for our coverage. I wanted to just be there and experience it. So um, I know Kayla on her Instagram, Kayla Soto on her Instagram, she she live felt uh, She Instagram lived it. Yeah, so I would definitely go and check that one out because it's really, really great. And they deserve more recognition and more support for how great their panel was, how diverse, uh, diversely like that they cast wonder. was. Everyone was someone different. Everyone was a different shade of brown. Everyone was, you know, um, in that. So definitely, definitely go check that out on on Kayla Soto's Instagram if you can. So thank you for mentioning that one, Albert, because that's definitely super important.
2: Yeah,
1: I just feel it was underrated because like not a lot of talk happened happen post that panel. And as you pointed out earlier, like it could have been filled out more. It could have been in a bigger stage and it, and it wasn't.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Is as, as much as like the representation for the, the yeah. films is important. The representation for the panels is even at, you know more important, maybe because it's the people in the room who are more easily accessible. So mm-hmm. definitely, you know, great things there. So to kind of round out some of our time here, you know, it might be hard for you to kind of say just because there's so much Crazy things happen, but what was your your favorite moment of the whole thing? Like, what's like the thing that you look back on? Like this this was, you know, the best moment of the the convention. Um, we'll start with Albert.
1: I want to say getting roasted by Creed, Apollo Creed himself. <laughs> um, we stood, we shook his hand. Um, Adrian went first, and then Stefani, and I went next at the end. And he told me like, "You're gonna take that lanyard off, kid." You look like a guy at a convention. Like, <laughs> you basically, basically called me a nerd, like, and I'm like, I have never been so happy to be roasted by anybody ever, um, ever in my life. So, <laughs> that to me, and uh, then we took a picture behind Adrian. So
0: afterwards. Yeah, yeah, very, very great. What about you, Stefan? Um,
2: for some of so for some of you guys, uh, I've been working on like some cosplays, and I was like struggling like the last like week or two because I haven't cosplayed in years. And uh, going into that visions panel, never, I never ever thought I would ever meet the executive producers and the voice actor for the character that I cosplayed as. And I got to do that. Like after that whole situation that happened, I wanted to cry because I was like, I, I remember sitting down and like this guy's like telling complimenting my my cosplay and I was like oh okay dude okay thanks and then he like goes up onto the stage I was like oh my god it's him <laughs> and then like and then like halfway into the the panel I see I see the voice actress for for Ocho and she's like talking about the ferret scene of hers is the same ferret scene as mine who I'm cosplaying as and then I finally get to see her at the end and she's like. I need to take a picture with you. I was like, oh, no, I need to take a picture with you. So like, uh, like, I don't think I've ever had that experience of all the cosplays that I've made. I've never had that kind of opportunity. And I never thought that out of the biggest convention, I would have that close of an interaction, which was nuts. Yeah,
0: it was really great. Super special. Um, I think for me, it's the it's being in the Mandalorian stage at the very end of the panel when all of them get together and take a picture with Grogu. It's crazy being in the room for that. Cause like this, that, that is star Wars, the diversity, the passion, uh, the family aspect that they all had together. And I got to do that and share that with, you know, my wife who is, you know, my favorite person on the planet and Albert who is without a doubt my most star Wars, star Wars friend that I have, you know um, so just being in the moment and being able to be there, especially after everything that happened for us to get there that morning uh, oh. all went awake when, when that moment happened. So I think, I think that would be for me. All right. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get us out of here for, our last, for our last question. Um, so whether you're watching us on YouTube or you're listening to us on our feed, you probably know that fandom is a big, big part of what we do here um, at But why, though, and really kind of talking about the significance of why those things matter, you know, and asking that question. But why, though? So to kind of get us out of here and for our last question, maybe keep it to like maybe one or two minutes here. But why does Star Wars matter to you? And we'll start with Albert.
1: Um, There's this great interview that uh, happened with Mark uh, Hamill when Last Jedi came out. They asked him a very similar question you know why star wars and he said it's great escapism it's some what appeals to me a lot about star wars is it's not set in our world it's set in a galaxy far far away and we get to escape and be there um and you know like leave our and, and get to like see this these great stories about fathers and sons and tragic heroes and get to learn these great lessons and bring them here and argue with friends about which movies we like more than others or argue about the rankings and uh, I think the cultural impact that Star Wars has had um is is amazing and I love the people that's brought me closer with and um that's they've learned from it. yeah what about you you.
0: um
2: it's a really hard question for me because I feel like I liked Star Wars and I really love Star Trek because of my father but I feel like Star Wars felt like for Christmas for me like I grew into really loving Christmas because of Adrian and mm-hmm. I feel like Star Wars sorry is something that I grew to love because of Adrian and it's so diverse and it's like escapes like you get to escape and then there's so much good story into this one draw like this one thing and I absolutely love it yeah so I love it because of you
0: yeah yeah, you know, I'm, on, I'm in, the, in the same boat there. You know, Star Wars is part of some of like the most core memories in my life from back when I was a kid getting action figures from my grandmother, from going to the midnight showings um, with, with my, my aunt and uncle, playing Star Wars Galaxies, my first MMO uh, that I've ever played, you know, to marrying my wife with Darth Vader from the 501st Legion walking behind her. With my parents dressed up as Lando Calrissian and Mon Mothma, <laughs> you know, with my grandma dressed up as a Jedi, it's 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 <laughs> you know to to, yeah. to to truly growing close to Albert through our weekly watches the Mandalorian, <sighs> um, you know, to this picture that's going to be hanging in my house forever. Like those are the moments mm-hmm. that I have, and they're the corest of core memories. Because of Star Wars, um, and I can't like picture like what my life would be without it. Um, also,
1: lasers are cool, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's <just> cool.
0: Super <laughs> freaking cool. Like, why do you? you know, how does it not matter? It's
2: like, have you seen the costumes? It's just like, so it's fun. Like, you don't need clips. It's just lasers. You know. Yeah, It can be.
1: It can be deep, or it can just be like I like the pretty space like, cowboys. Yeah, yeah, I'm
0: just a space cowboys. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're running uh, really, really close to time here, so I'm going to get us out of here. You can find all of our social media and things like that in the descriptions of everything in the belows or on the screen or wherever it is. You, you can find us. If you want to find us, you can find us there. But as always, you can find all the great pop culture conversations and coverage happening um at but why though as well as but why though pc on all of our social media twitter instagram pinterest all those great things if you're looking for a space to kind of share your start celebration feels or star wars in general or you know that kiss that rosario gave pedro on stage or just anything pop culture in general you can head over to our discord and kind of join in those conversations at discord.gg slash but why though uh, in all, it's been a blast. Thank you guys for for joining us. Whether you're watching us here on YouTube or listening on our feed for this trip down memory lane. Until next time, until next time, until next time. May the force be with you, always. Bye, guys.